0: How are we going, mates? Welcome back to the top step. My name is Ryan Roland Smith. Now, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Mine was an absolute blast. Got a chance to go down to Arizona, hit the mountain bike trails every single morning, hang out with the family, enjoy some sun, enjoy some good laughs, some good times. But how was yours, man? You get a chance to be around some family, some loved ones, have some good conversations, get that nose out of the phone for two seconds, and escape the madness, which is The world today. I hope so. Now, speaking of some of the madness, we have got an amazing episode for you today. We have got one of my favorites to watch on TV. Her name is Lauren Gardner. Now, Aussies, if you're unfamiliar with who Lauren Gardner is, she's on MLB Network, she's on NHL Network, absolute superstar, one of the most down to earth, most talented people in this industry. I cannot wait to have her join the show. We're also gonna give her a nice little australian quiz now she told me she'd been to australia once before she reckons she's pretty well versed in all the slang the australianisms and everything else so we're going to see about that she's going to stick around for that's grouse our aussie segment and we're going to put her through the ringer see how she goes with some of this aussie slang grant might have to help her out we'll see Anyway, enough of that. Make sure you go subscribe. Make sure you go follow us on social media. You know what to do. Go tell your mates and all the rest of it. All right, enough of me talking. Let's get right to it. As Grant Balfour and Lauren Gardner join me right here on The Top Step. No matter what happens, Ryan Rowland smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> hall, hall of Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball, he struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey, Junior, and the inning is over. But what an inning it was. And six. Victor Martinez and Grant for join, and benches in clear. My goodness.
1: This this is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He he is as you mentioned, Jim. He's amped up. He talks a lot. It's not personalized,
0: but he talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that wants to fight you.
2: You'll never say that I'm not killing them, kill, kill, killing them, oh, no. killing them, kill, kill, killing them, killing oh, no. them. Grant,
0: how are you, mate? How was the uh, Thanksgiving? Oh,
1: no. Mike good to see you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it was great, mate. Uh, you know. Did the whole nine? Spent some time with the family. Got the turkey dinner. You know the peas, the carrots across the board. Got all the veggies in there. The greens, yeah, nice. uh, the orange. <laughs> uh, taking care of myself, mate. And then uh, you know, get that stuffing in there too, mate. You gotta to get a handful of that stuffing just to, to top you off. And yeah, you know, a little bit a little bit of pumpkin pumpkin pie there too. Yeah, oh, yeah there slap some of that cream on there. That whipped cream on top. And uh, and put it to sleep, mate. Love a love a good piece of pumpkin pie, mate.
0: Yeah, just doze <laughs> off at four o'clock in the arbor. After
1: you, after you. Yeah, that's it. Lay back in the recliner and yeah, you know, throw the footy on and yeah, uh, and yeah, that's
0: about it. What would you be watching if you're in Australia and let's say they, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, obviously, but what would they be watching? It's not footy season, they'd be watching the test match, wouldn't
1: they? Yeah, yeah they'd be watching a five-day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, would be... Cricket, uh, by yeah. the way, cricket, American listeners. We're definitely talking cricket.
1: Some, some cricket, maybe a Twenty Twenty or a big bash or something like that, yeah. but yeah. Um, limited overs. Yeah, you know, it's always good. Um, yeah, they're,
0: mate, they're four for 66. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeez. Last I looked, they were two for two. <laughs> You'd sit yeah. there, yeah, you know, I just remember grab as a kid, you know, this time of the year, sitting there, dad's got the cricket on. Yeah, you got the test matches. You know, you used to sit there all day, eight hours. Oh yeah, thinking, piss, watching the cricket. And then they came out with the the um, you know, the limited overs
0: 2020. You know,
1: 2020s Big and bash. get them over, get them over in four or five six hours. You know, just yeah. the one day is. And that was, that was the best thing I ever did. I think for cricket, as awesome. We might have
0: to bring we might have to bring a cricket player on or something like. And, oh, and yeah. it was, because they had, here's the thing real quick, because I want to get to the show today, what we've got um, coming up. But um, it, it's funny, man. Um, with cricket, everyone's like, oh, yeah, the Aussies won. Or well, would they win? Like, they just play these uh, test the matches. Ashes,
1: mate. But they yeah. won the Ashes.
0: Yeah. But there's all yeah. these, like, different cricket events, but there's no World real, like, Cup. start of a season to finish. And, like, you know what yeah. I mean? There's no tournament. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I mean, they have the World Cup. They have the Ashes. You know, they have a couple – couple of different things like that but um but they're just yeah. it's
0: it's not like that doesn't go into whatever it's like Australia's always going to be playing England in the ashes that's it like yeah you know yeah what
1: I mean? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I know you mean it's just it's a bit all over the place one minute yeah. they're in Pakistan one minute in Sri And you're like all oh, right eh?
0: it's yeah. just
1: another 5 dayer <laughs>
0: Yeah, and someone's like, Oh, you watch the cricket? Yeah, mate. I <laughs> Just like <yeah. laughs> like what do we watch? Like it anyway. But I do like the big bash, and we can dive into all that. We need to get some cricket, some cricketers on here or something. Maybe a footy player, mate, maybe Joey Johns, if we're lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't that,
1: mind getting Benji Benji Marshall. I'm he's just retired. No, nah, that'd be a treat, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I oh, would be getting the boys ready for the big show. Yeah. You know?
0: Uh, I I got to wonder, mate, I'm being naive naive here because you always look at these like special assistants around baseball. Like I'm looking at, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. It's cool for the young guys when he goes down to some of these younger levels, like Dan Wilson, who was an ex-catcher with the Mariners, great guy. Yeah. He's always around, and I always talk to Dan like, "What does the job entail?" He works his ass off, man. Like, he's working yeah. hard with the catches. But other guys like Ken Griffith Junior just kind of go down, you know, wear the union, walk around. I mean, what are they like, what's Benji Marshall doing? <laughs> like, like, come uh, on, boys, sorry. toughen up.
1: Yeah, see, probably working on flick passes out the back. <laughs> <laughs> no look passes. He was the king of no look passes,
0: mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah He,
1: he, he threw th- 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 the dummy like no one else. Hey, mate, Benny lies. Come on. Oh yeah, Benny. Benny was Benny was good. I remember doing that in the front yard. Just fell the Benny Elias.
0: <laughs> yeah. You remember that's Willow right.
1: coming over yeah. and playing. Oh, that's uh you do the dummy, you be like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the look, like the, the slow-mo. The look, the face, the
0: mouth, out the side, oh, and then God. just
1: complete going the opposite way. <laughs> oh hilarious.
0: Uh, okay, so word uh, of the day, real quick. Let's 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 hit out the word of the day here. Okay, so this is one that I still use, and there's a couple of variations here. I still use it. People still kind of give me the, the odd look. Bloody oath.
1: Oh, bloody oath. Yeah, bloody oath, mate.
0: <laughs> it's basically just like it's confirming that that is very correct, like very true, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, very much so. Bloody oath. Yeah. <laughs> bloody oath it is.
0: Yeah, and then there's some variations to it, like, um, like oh, mate, king oath. King oath.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you're taking a step forward.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. Mate, I tell you right now, if you're down at a pub with your dad's mates as a kid and they're smashing schooners on a, on a Friday arbor yeah. and they're, you know, a couple beers in, they're having a, a serious conversation, then old Wall sitting over there goes, oh, mate, King Oath, you knew that whatever they were talking about was... Yeah, they were uh, dead
1: serious. You're in a serious conversation. Oh, yeah.
0: Talking yeah. about something to do with yeah. work or... Or you, or you
1: just tell your mate, hey, mate, we're down the, you know, we're down at a pub. Oh, yeah. You're going to come down. He's like, oh, yeah, bloody oath.
0: <laughs> down there in five. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And then, like, the sip of the beer afterwards, like, um... <clears throat> oh, hey, Australian, Australian they just sacked that coach, mate. Like, they're talking for or something, or cricket or something. Yeah. And then they're sitting there, yeah. like, yeah, King Oath. And then it's like the slow sip of the beer. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Just knock the throth right off it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Good, twoies. Yeah, it's just straight off the skin. Okay, all right, let's get into it. So we have a really special guest. We're staying in baseball. Now, usually we have a lot of uh, players. We've had Kirby Yates. We've had uh, Liam Hendricks, uh, Jesse Chavez. We're going to have plenty more. But yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit here. Now, this is someone who's around Major League Baseball a ton, does an awesome job. She's on MLB Quick Pitch. It's Lauren Gardner, and she is awesome, man. I, I love watching her do a thing you're watching the game or whatever it is, pre-post or you follow on social media. I don't know if they say this in the States, but breath of fresh air, mate. (laughs) But I want to talk, I want to dive in with Lauren because you you look at some of these um, personalities on TV, right? Whether it's a host or some sort of reporter or whatever. When you watch that, first of all, it seems like the job's kind of easy. You stand there, you ask questions and off you go. It's not, man. And I've gotten into this. One thing I really struggle with or struggled with when I first started was asking questions, interviewing, because you I, I would get stuck in that. I don't want to ask these like no brainer questions. Like, yeah, no shit, mate. Like have some, you know, some player
1: substance, little substance to it. Yeah. Like, and and yeah. you want to have
0: substance, but you've got to fill all that into 40 seconds, man. So, yeah. and and the other thing is too, you really have to capture the moment. You see her there, like, you know, Max Schurz has just come off and finished the game off and there's Lauren or whoever it may be. Uh, and they've, and and they've got to like really sort of capture the moment. It's a freaking hard job and it's super competitive. Just like playing in the big leagues, it's one of these things when you want to do that at a national level, anything you do at that kind of level, man, there's a story involved in how you got there, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure, mate. You know, it doesn't come easy. You know that once you get to that level, you know, no matter what it is, it's not easy. You've put in hard work, sacrifices, you know, all that motivation and 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 just the day in, day out, you know, the ups and downs of whatever she's been through along the way and the journey, you know, and it's going to be, going to be great to hear from her.
0: Now, apparently she has said she has been to Australia, right? I don't quite know why she was down there, but we are going to quiz her. She's going to join us for the Aussie segment at the end. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I've got, mate, you should see the list of these questions. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not easy. I'm telling you right now. And you, you might you might have to help her out with some of these. I might have to give you a phrase or something like that. Yeah, no worries, right. mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's in the green room eating Jats and Cabernossi.
1: Mate, right, they love their Cabernossi and their cheese, mate. That's right. In the the green, Jats. In, in, I'll tell you in what.
0: The, in, the, in the star room, mate. The, there's just this room with a big star and... When they're about to jump on this podcast with us, and they sit in there in the waiting room and like a VIP, and then they stuff,
1: stuff koalas in there and kangaroos and that's right, all kinds of stuff.
0: That's right. When we tell our producer, one of our many producers making this show, hey, go, go, go get the guest quick, off you go. Just they shuffle yeah. off and, and they're they them on back the,
1: in a kangaroo pouch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go.
1: <laughs> they're right in on the kangaroo, mate.
0: All right. All right. Enough. Right. She's waiting. I don't want her to get off here because, again, remember, we were trying to get her on before the World Series.
1: That's right. Yeah. And something I went don't down.
0: I, I need to ask her about that. All right. Let's bring her on and we'll see how we do. All right. Let's do it. Lauren, welcome.
2: Thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. First time caller, long time listener, big fan of the program. So I can't believe I finally got the invite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now I, I don't know. I might have to call, I might have to call BS on that, but I, I will say this, uh, Laurie, I will say this. We tried to make this happen before the world series, right before it. And, you know, I was, I was getting excited. I was looking forward to chatting to you. I love watching you on air doing your thing. And the morning of you text me and, and I thought it was a lame excuse. I'm not going to lie. you, like you, you text me. And you said, Oh, Hey, listen, I can't join you today. I lost my voice and I want to save it for the world series. And I said straight. I said Charlie away to ground. I said, "What's what's what's important here? The World Series? I, think, I mean, all this? You kidding me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You guys take priority. I I apologize, but there is actual like footage in the can of me losing my voice on live television at the beginning of a quick pitch, and I had to do the entire show sounding like this. So I actually have nodules on my vocal cords that I'm still trying to heal. Like I had a vocal therapist the whole night. It was not fun.
0: You, you, and you mentioned that to me. I didn't, I didn't want to dive too far into it if it is a hassle or something oh, you don't.
2: Oh, okay, oh.
0: talk to us through. Talk to us about that first of all. I want to ask you what happened on quick pitch here in a second. But talk to us about that. What 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 went down? How did you figure out you had that on your vocal cords and what cords? And what is that?
2: That's such a great question, and that's something I always thought that, you know, like singers and, you know, Broadway performers struggle with. And I actually spoke with a couple because I live in Manhattan and kind of cross paths with a lot of them, and they're far more talented than I. So it's something I never thought about. I just talk about sports for a living. But uh, when you strain your vocal cords, and a lot of times it's because you constrict your vocal box mm-hmm. or your voice box, rather. So I'm learning a lot about this. Um you can damage your vocal cords and it can be from overuse from yelling while playing sports. I was a catcher for a little while in softball then a center fielder. So I screamed my head off and I let, so I'm sure that was probably one of the catalysts for like some early damage. Uh, But if you strain it too much, you can create these nodules on your vocal cords. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys have seen perfect pitch. That's exactly what they talk about in
0: the movie. so I lost
2: my voice on live television. I remember going into the show like, ah, oh, like, my voice is a little strained, but I'll be fine. And we began the show and MLB tonight ended early. And I was like, oh no, like I don't know if I can go oh, on live man. television. And I, it, it was a struggle. Like I don't even know Buster only God bless him, he reached out to me on social to see how I was doing. But you know what, we made it through. I was on the uh, IL for about eight or nine days and uh, made it back. But I went to a specialist and they had to send a scope up my nose, down my throat Whoa. and they found the nodules. Like it's the craziest video. I sent it to work to like, you know, proof of injury. Um, and essentially vocal rest. You're not supposed to eat, uh, before you go to bed. Cause it causes all sorts of things and uh, avoid dairy and the like. And, um, yeah, I was on Prednisone for a little while. Like it was a whole thing, guys. I didn't even know this existed. But just like vocal exercises, uh, staying hydrated, steaming—all those things can help. But a so lot do of you our-
0: have to do you have to do voice warm ups and you know speak from your <laughs> diaphragm and do all this kind of stuff. Because <laughs> the, I, the reason I'm asking that is that is that something that someone gave you advice on. Because I remember I've done like if I've done a baseball camp, or like you said, playing sport or just. Yeah, being dehydrated or having having a big night, you wake up next morning and you just you, you've got that. I don't croaky, know. If I've got... A little croaky. Yeah, croaky. Exactly. <laughs> but, but people say, "Hey, man, like your voice, like you've you got to look after it." And um, you, you, this is how you got to speak. Even when I was with the D backs, we used to do all these exercises and stuff. Not for, obviously not for the voice, but for other stuff. But they said they got it all from, you know, performers and stuff like that. So you don't do any of that.
2: So I actually did receive a few tips from the vocal therapist that I had through you know doctor recommendations and she did give me a couple warm-ups and they're ridiculous. I think I posted one on Instagram and like you know like just like the mouth movements and yeah. all the things you have to do and like the different oh. ranges. Um, yeah so I actually do some of those. I try to speak for my diaphragm but mm. I think so much of what we all do is, it's important for it to be organic and that we're just speaking instead of for like sure. performing. So yeah. Yeah. for credit, the vocal therapist actually said like, make sure you just try and stay as natural as possible, but try and make sure you at least have good posture. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's tough.
0: My, uh, my wife was an actress so she used to do these voice warm ups if she was doing an audition or something like that. And when I got into it, she's like, Oh, you have to do this, do that. And I'm like, I, I will say that they do work, man. I'm telling you right now. Like, they, they are legit, but they are so goofy, man. I used to sit there and go, what are you doing? And 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 I'm sitting there, I'm yeah. like, there's no way if anyone can hear me doing this, they're thinking I'm, like, you know, giving birth or something eye. in the other room. Yeah, the, ma- the school choir, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Be in the makeup room with Harold Reynolds and, like, you know, Cliff Floyd and Carlos Pena, like, me, my boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Some, the, some good guys here. Carlos, a good friend of mine, too, so... He's love best. Carlos. love Carlos. He's a good man. Hey Lawrence. So,
0: so just like, like I was talking about before, you know, we were trying to get this down. I, again, I was trying to get you on before the world series. I knew you had that coming up and we're watching you during the playoffs and everything else, but just going back to that, and I want to dive into, you know, some of the things you've done in your career. Cause it's not friggin' easy, man. I mean, you're doing stuff at a national level, which is insane, but doing that world series, I mean, how fun was that? But by the way, on this conversation, there's two people who've been to a World Series and one who has not. That's me. So I'd love to know what it's like, Lauren. What was it like that whole experience for you? World Series and the playoffs this year?
2: Um, uh, Yeah, unlike Grant, I was just there, you know, helping you know paint the picture for everyone else. But it it was it was incredible. I've, I've been to a lot of really great sporting events, you know, Super Bowls. Uh, kentucky derby uh, race car events like all sorts of great events and um i have to say this kind of took the cake for a lot of reasons and that it's it's an expanded format and that you have multiple games and so the chess match kind of unfolds you know a longer a a longer time frame and just getting to be there and feel the excitement of the fans you know returning to the world series, the fall classic for the first time. And, you know, what two years at this point. So I think it was, it was so refreshing and it was just, you know, a reflection of everything finally, you know, coming back to normal. Uh, But it it was great. The storylines, the atmosphere. I mean, just when you thought the fans in Houston were nuts, the fans in Atlanta came out and they topped them and, uh, I think everything that we got to be part of. Uh, Yonder Alonso and I hosted uh, daily batting practice Twitter shows for 45 minutes, so commercial free, just bringing in guests. You know, we had rain for a couple of days, so we we're right. huddled in the dugout with everyone, and um, and then we we're doing our uh, finishing out like the last 30 minutes of MLB tonight, leading up the first pitch, like in the crowd with the fans. It was absolutely nuts. It was, yeah. it was. I will never forget guys. And it was so special. And I think what made it so great was just the people that we were with and, and the players that we got to cover and the coaches, like the storylines were so incredible.
0: Do you, do you have you ever had any issues? Yeah. You know, and again, you mentioned you're, you're right in the thick of it with fans and stuff like that. Obviously everyone's crushing drinks. Everyone's getting rowdy, going crazy, but everyone is in a good mood. But have you ever had any issues where you're in the thick of it like that, trying to do your job because your job's not easy. some people might think it's easy if if you're if you're a guy or a girl or an ex-player just asking questions it's not easy um have you ever had any issues or any instances when you're in the thick of it like that
2: that's a great question i actually in houston and this is all my fault we were back up for it we call it the crowd hits like the last 30 minutes of the show and you know we're like kind of like sectioned off but all we have is like you know like a stanchion little like rope separating us from the on the concourse. So I'm thinking like, I want this to be like college game day. I want fans around us. I want atmosphere. And I'm a a washed up Denver Broncos cheerleader. And I used to host a lot of things, you know, on stage with crowds and stuff. So I knew how to get them involved. So I was like, Hey guys, you want to be on TV, come on over. And we got all the super fans and everyone. And it was great until they saw Harold Reynolds. And it's like, Elvis is in the building so everyone's oh. like starting to swarm him meanwhile we're trying to host like 30 minutes of television like in and out of breaks uh-huh. trying to listen um and then at one point we had our like mic packs on the stanchion and that, that very thin piece of like seatbelt, essentially and someone pulled on that so I'm like trying to talk oh, on man. TV and get pulled back and we're like basically um oh, just man. being like crowds closing in on us so yeah it was a little scary they all had great intentions but at that point I was like okay maybe I I need to ask them to back off a little bit but you can't blame them for being excited
1: Uh, that's right you're living in the moment there and uh, things happen I guess right so like Ryan we talked about last year 2020 the world series yeah just being able to you know be there this year 2021 with all the fans it's all about the atmosphere and, and, and being able to live around like all them and involve them. So that was
0: awesome. On that too. So we're doing the world series. You mentioned you do all these other events and everything else. Did you, and you played softball, right? We've, we've already done our. Our They're washed up NFL
2: cheerleader. What else do
0: you guys want? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So old, you, ha- you had. all
1: conference. conference softball. What's going on here? Let's, let's get it. In, dive into that a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah. I just broke
2: playing. Well, I absolutely.
1: All conference softball players. What I'm seeing right here
2: look who did their homework
1: 100 oh, yeah. <laughs> you've yeah. done well you've done well
2: i was thankful you know what and it was a five-star school so you know all conference was pretty decent uh but yeah, yeah. i caught for a while but i'm a lefty and that didn't work for very
0: long i was long. gonna say yeah i mean your left hand i've seen you I've, I've seen you play catch too long your left hand what are you doing man you gotta, you gotta you gotta be pitching what are you doing i go mean
2: out. i was I, I was just going wherever my coach wanted me to go but yeah i ended up i tried pitching for a minute and I could throw hard, but it was just wild.
1: That I sounds like me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you made a pretty good career out of it, so it ended up. Ah, working. you
1: know, you can fold them for a little, fold them for a little while, right?
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, ended up in center field, had a blast, had like uh, a scholarship to a very small junior college, and I decided to go to a bigger university, and sadly, hang up, hang up the spikes.
0: Is this something you want to do, Lauren? It, it was TV when, when you were at that at that age, you know, going into, when you're at the college level at that age, was that something, cause you mentioned you had a stint as a cheerleader as well, right? So it was that was something when you're in college, were you thinking, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to be on TV and, and everything else. So how did that all come about?
2: That's such a great question. I actually was a political science major and like my grandfather, who was a judge and a Colonel and obviously a lawyer in the air force, mm-hmm. I wanted to become a lawyer So that was the path I was heading down, even though I had a passion for sports, watching, playing the whole nine, and uh, ended up with an internship at a sports magazine, and then at a regional network, and just kind of decided that I wanted to be in that realm, not necessarily on air, and eventually it kind of led to that, but when I interned, I mean, I called the executive producer at the uh, regional sports network, Fox Sports Rocky Mountain, which is now been rebranded like five different times um because of different ownerships but they didn't offer internships so i just harassed him until he let me come in because i think i annoyed him enough. (laughs) (laughs) Learned how to do everything i was typing in ticker editing um you know different stuff for the rockies for indoor football uh learn how to run camera and studio like whatever i could do i just wanted to be part of it and then i just
0: (laughs) but but, but that that was more behind that wasn't in front. Of, you're saying behind the camera. You wanted to do stuff behind the camera.
2: Yeah, all behind the scenes. I was just like, this is great. I love culture. I love the people, the lifestyle. Uh, we get to be around sports. If I can't play, like I may as well get as close to it as I possibly can. And then I just mm-hmm. fell in love with storytelling and connecting with people. And uh, eventually I uh, started getting some gigs on on camera and became the in-game host for the Rockies, giving away like iPods to people. <laughs>
0: And uh, just kept going from there. The, the reason I ask that is because again, you, you always hear these different stories. Everyone's like, "Oh, you know, when you, you assume when you watch you doing your thing, every or whoever it may be, you know, every, someone playing baseball, or whatever. You just assume, oh, when I'm when I'm a kid, like, this is what I want to do. Because it's one of these jobs that if you say you want to do it as a kid, people roll your eyes, right? You say you want to play in the big leagues, people roll your eyes, or, or doing what you you don't. Oh, I want to be you know reporting or, or hosting, whatever it may be at a national level, doing the friggin' doing the world series game, or whatever everyone like, I want to be an astronaut. It's the same thing. right? <laughs> so, and again, man, obviously there's kids. And When I was a kid, as far as playing baseball, I was like, yeah, I love baseball. I'm, I'm, you yeah, know, especially in Australia, it's something different. My friends don't do it. It's my own thing. I thought I was going to play in the big leagues, but then I, I the reason I want to ask that Lauren, because again, you mentioned you did, you kind of worked your way into it at the regional level. But the national level, when you get to that kind of level that where you're at now, it's friggin' competitive, man. It's it, It's so competitive. So how does that process work from doing that where you get a chance where you're harassing your boss or the executive producer or whatever it is to just try and get find your way into it to now where all of a sudden you're like, man, I love doing this. I love reporting or I love giving away iPods, whatever it is. I, I don't. By the way, don't date yourself. You mean iPhones, right? I don't
2: date myself. It was not even
1: a shuffle, guys. I don't know what it was. Oh, it was no. a- they weren't pages. Put it that way. She wasn't handing out pages, so it's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're yeah.
0: Hanging, we're <laughs> handing out <laughs> Dismans. Yeah, yeah, discmans. Dismans. Yeah. <laughs> Is he Sony Disman? But how do you Ooh. transition from doing the regional stuff, right, to doing what you're doing now? I mean, you're on national TV.
2: That's an amazing question. And I've had so many young aspiring broadcasters, you know, reach out and ask about you about the blueprint, really. And and my answer is always there is no blueprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has such an interesting path to, you know, getting to where they're at. And I, I think a lot of it is just being true to yourself, working hard, uh, being kind, just being a good person. I, I think yeah. that goes such a long way. I'll never forget being on a call for CBS sports. And it was uh, for our annual college football seminar and also like on the NFL side. And what our boss said about Tracy Wolfson, who is one of my favorite reporters of all time was that, and she started off as a runner, by the way, she also started off behind the scenes doing, you know, just like small things is basically like a production assistant. And what he said about her was one of her biggest attributes, aside from being insanely talented and asking great questions and putting in all the legwork, was that she's good to work with and that she's kind. And I think that just goes such a long way. But to answer your question, Ryan, there really is no template to getting here. It's just taking every opportunity possible, knocking on the door, 500 times and having as many irons in the fire rather as you possibly can and you have to be willing to pick up and move oftentimes yeah it
1: sounds sounds like baseball man a lot of sacrifices right working hard not giving up motivation just to keep getting to where you want to get to and 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 have that so
0: yeah, you know, Lauren, uh, just just on that too, you, you mentioned like someone easy – like easy, not easy to work with, but good to work with, right? So two things. We had Jesse Chavez on the show last week, and he mentioned one thing that I friggin' live by. Um, And this is a dude coming off. He went from – I don't know if he got DFA. I think he opted out with the Angels, Grant. I, I don't even know if we asked him uh, that.
1: I, no, no. He basically – basically there was an agreement. He had an injury at the end of spring training. That's right. And he basically – right. Elected to go to free agency because they weren't going to take him on the team because he was injured. That's so, right. Yeah. That's
0: right. So, so he, he and, and then the guy goes from that to sitting home, going to an Angels game with his daughter to a couple months later, he's then with in the uh in triple with the Braves to going on now winning a World Series, right? But one thing he did say because we we well, asked similar questions, he said, you know, someone is always watching. And I, I actually got back to the big leagues, not even realizing because an old scout was in a B game. I was pitching. I'm like, I'm not making this freaking team. They're going to send me back to triple S with the D backs. And I, I'm like, screw this. I'm going to shut up their ass, man. I went off to this B game and this old yeah. scout that I just thought was just some guy that I just like keeping around just because he's an old, you know, part of the organization oh, was budget. watching. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he texted GM said, Hey, he needs to be in your bullpen. And I was like, damn. And like, I always tell tell kids that the other thing is too, you mentioned like easy to work with. One thing for me is like, when I, when I made that transition into from playing, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. Right. And I wasn't, you know, Grant frigging played forever. He's got, you know, tons of cash. He can just sit there on his yacht, which he's on currently in Florida. (laughs) Right. I'm sitting here, you know, with a brick wall behind me, but it's one of those things, man. Like when I jumped into it, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm. I love doing this. I'm, I'm thankful for it. And I just, you respect the people around you who you're working with. You don't know who, where these people can end up. And sure enough, man, it, it's it, people just say like, you keep getting opportunities because people just enjoy working with you. You know, it's like, oh, all right. You know, yeah. It makes such a difference, man.
2: Said there about respect and respecting the journey guys. Like, I mean, if yeah. you want to get real existential about it, yeah. like, why are we here? We're here to fulfill a particular purpose. And Uh, if that's kind of the direction the universe is sending you in, then why not be all in and, you know, do it with full conviction. And I don't know, to me, I, I just love connecting with people, helping tell their stories and getting to be that conduit that connects people to something that transcends so many different parts of life and really brings people together. Like to me, that is such a gift and it's, it's an honor, but it's also responsibility.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, you've been fun- nice enough to come on today, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know. No, nice yacht. Can I just get on the dinghy, like, that just
2: trails behind the yacht? Oh, I-
1: yeah, yeah. Can't you see, like, all the all the woodwork they've put in this thing? Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I even have my fax machine, you know, in this case someone needs to get a hold of me, you know?
0: Yeah, by the way, Greg, I've been wanting to ask you this, mate. I've been wanting to ask you this. I haven't asked. What? How come you've got, like, four printers back there, dude? Like, what's going on? Oh, mate, you know, business is hot, mate. Since
1: covid it's taking off. I'll tell you. You got to put the roof, you. mate.
0: When's the last
2: time <laughs> you received or sent a fax?
1: One of them I use as a scanner. So, you know, scans okay. and stuff. the other big one, I've just had that. There. That's just for show. That's just like, <laughs> I don't know, it looks like, looks like I'm staying busy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you even have a landline? Okay.
0: Lauren Grant's got it all, mate. He is the most, I'm surprised you got that much clutter. He is so OCD. You wouldn't believe man. Like, he has a shuffleboard in his house, and he's got a little dustbuster, right, like attached to it. <laughs> I
1: swear to God, it's, insane.
0: Oh, it's yeah. insane. I
1: hate it when that sand gets between your toes. You know, oh, it's brutal. <laughs> On the absolutely board. brutal. That's man. The worst table itself, and then like re-sanding it so it's like perfectly
0: like even. It's insane. It's been when, a while. Been years a while. ago, years ago, he was when he was playing with the twins. I came up to visit during the All Star break, right. And me and another, another Aussie friend of ours, who was actually playing with the t- twins, Glenn Williams. I've told this story a million times. <laughs> yeah. But we're sitting there and, and I, don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but we're sitting there and basically Grant was that you know. OCD <laughs> that he's got all the drinks on the coasters and they're lined up perfectly on the table. I swear to God And so all we would do We would just get the cup And just move it off the coaster And just wait and see How long it took him He'd come sit down He's watching TV And he's like He just can't handle it Like he knows Someone's moved it He can't help himself He has to go It's like he's shaking To go put it back on the coaster And line it back up It's insane
2: Anyway Here's
1: my coaster here mate You know the name (laughs) That's big league
0: That's one of the features Of the yacht
1: Got my water under the Got my water under the coaster here too
0: but
2: uh, here's the million question What do you name the
1: yacht? She hasn't got a name yet. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. We're in the works. Hogan. Gotta name it. got still got to name it.
2: Get contest. Let's make it a vote.
1: Yes. Yep. Throw it up yeah, on we'll Twitter. Have to, we'll have to do that.
0: Seeing as you're, ta- you're taping this episode from your yacht, that's, that's <laughs> what we're going to find out. What's the name of the yacht? There we go. All <laughs> oh, right. Now, Lauren, I'm just just—I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to admit this on air. We had Liam Hendricks on just recently too, and I actually admitted this on that as well. We're going to have to jump off. We've got two minutes here because I've I got think, a free Zoom. I think, <laughs> Ryan's, uh,
1: I think Ryan's vouching for a uh, subscription with Zoom here. I don't know, yeah, exactly. Sponsorship with Zoom. That's
0: right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get some sponsorship. Right, That's right. All right, so we're going to jump off, Lauren, and then we'll jump back on.
1: It's either okay. that, or I got to pull the oars out, mate, and row this bloody yacht. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: All right, we're we're back on the free Zoom. Big shout out to Zoom. Thanks a lot. You can get your free ah. you can get your free Zoom subscription if you go to zoom.us.com with it. No, anyway, now hey, Lauren, real quick. Speaking of boats and and everything else, right? Um, pilot license. Talk to us through that. So your dad was oh, a yeah. pilot. You mentioned your your your, grandda, your grandfather was part of the Air Force. Talk us through that.
2: Yeah. So guys, like there's a full legacy of pilots in my family. So if I didn't get my license, I would be just like disgracing the entire family. So I'm actually a third generation female pilot. My oh, wow. dad was never in the Air Force, but he flies. He actually sold airplanes for a living. And now wow. he's retired and he deals planes, even though I say he flips planes. He doesn't love that. My cousin just got out of the Air Force. <laughs> He was a uh, a U-2 pilot, so a spy pilot, and then he was also an instructor in the T-38 fighter trainer. So this most amazing intersection of careers just, like, coming together. Um, So game one of the NLDS in San Francisco, my cousin who is based in Beale, which is just north of Sacramento, with the U-2s and the T-38s, um, reached out to me, and he's like, hey, uh, we were just asked to do the flyover for game one and they oh, wow. had done the one for the night the Niners like two weeks prior um, and he's like so instead of flying I'm going to coordinate from the ground so he ended up on the field with me for BP Dave Roberts apparently almost played football at the Air Force Academy I was telling him about it the previous oh, day wow. at the- and obviously you know he has a whole you know military family background so he's like I want to meet your cousin when yeah. you know he so, it, you know, I had them meet, they had a great time um, and he kind of showed him a pattern which, you know, the, the planes, the flight path and everything wow. uh, coordinates perfectly with the anthem and everything. So, yeah. So long story short, my cousin, just when I think I have the coolest job, like he's out there doing all sorts of, you know, barrel rolls and flips and everything. in wow. a fighter, well, I'm just talking on television for sports. But yes, I did get my private license, my private license, rather, uh, high wing, just a um in 2012 so that was when i was like but i did it
0: that's awesome wow yeah so
1: we ron and i were talking about you know maybe taking uh my girlfriend his wife down to the bahamas so you know just um w- w- when would it be a good time
2: you guys <laughs> i will fly you down there it will be great i need to get current again you never so your license never expires but you obviously have to stay current but it's uh yeah. it's something i back into and it you learn so much about yourself especially that that first solo flight which is called your initial solo and oh, it's, wow. it's finally rotate and you lift off the ground and you look over and your instructor is not there and you realize it's just you the plane and the oh, sky man. oh man wow. i mean it was kind of all i knew i grew up in planes and around pilots that so was kind of all i've ever known but uh oh. I a lot as a human throughout that process
0: I, I remember when I got my P plates. First time I hit the <laughs> open right now. now, Lauren, if you know what P plates are, you are dead set. You have definitely spent some time in Australia. Do you know what P plates are for Wait, all okay. our Aussie listeners?
2: P plates for the Aussie listeners. Um, I, I may use. I asked to use a lifeline here in a second. Actually, lifeline. Yeah. I'm going to go 50-50. Go for it. Okay, is it um. Is it like a particular class of driver's license?
0: It's basically when you first get your license, whether yes. you're 16 or 17, you have to wear these stupid... Well, actually, it kind of makes sense, to be honest. You have to wear these P's, right, on the car. Just provisional license. provisional oh license.
1: First, first, you get your L's, and then you go to your P's.
0: That's right. You have to wear the L on the car, and then you wear the P. It's a giant thing. It sits next to the license plate, right?
2: What does the L stand for?
0: Learners. Learners, learners. Or, when mo- most
1: people think they're lunatics, but... It's yeah.
0: <laughs> but that makes sense man because i want to know if someone's it drives me nuts over here when someone's driving slow and we have a little yeah. bit of road rage like in australia you have you know you inherently have road rage on, like get off the bloody road
2: burning so much up in canada though they have the n on your driver's uh very oh, license I'm... for novice so oh okay I
0: okay i've not seen that Okay. Well, Lauren, this is, this is the perfect opportunity to, to transition into. Now we have an Australian segment on our show every week. We do have a lot of Australian listeners, right? And you, because we, we want the Australian listeners who don't get MLB network or don't get NHL network, which you are on daily. We, we want them to get to know you and you have texted me and said, Hey, I've been to Australia. So I'm all good. I know everything about the place. And I was like, all right, that's, so. I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to throw some questions, multiple choice. And Grant is going to help you out. He's going to give you... I am? Mate. What's <laughs> that?
2: going to be the best teammate ever.
0: There we so go. He, he, he's going to give you a phrase, right? So, like, I'm going to give you the word. He's going to use it in a phrase.
2: I was about to say that. Like, can you use yeah. it in a sentence? What's the, he the word? I mean,
1: hey, he's just throwing this on me right now, too. So, you know, sorry
0: about it. Um, Grant, you.
2: I need your best stuff here, okay?
0: All right. Come out. <laughs> The, the segment is called that's grouse. Okay. Do you know what that means? That's,
2: that is awesome.
0: <laughs> Boom. That works. There you go. That answer. Yeah. It, it, Lauren, it's kind of sad. Liam Hendricks. I asked Liam, I'm like, Hey, did you ever say grouse? He goes, Oh no. Some of the dads around me used to, used to say, that. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> so basically saying it, it is like an old, no one really says it. it's just like, kind of like a Bogan term. Bogan's like, how do you, first of all, Grant, how do you describe a Bogan? We've done this on the show already. I don't know
1: someone that's not ignorant or just some kind of little backwards, little you know, little. Mate, you, odd, might sc- little you might odd, be scoring zero. Some guys, some guys, a little odd, you know. Yeah, Bogan, just a, Bogan,
0: just a typical kind of out there.
1: So hey, don't actually,
0: the Lauren, be- Sound cool. Yeah, it, it's not. It's definitely not cool. Now, hey, enough, enough stalling here. Let's get into it. So, you would have heard some of these, Lauren, when you were over there. I'm sure of it. Okay, okay, so I want to test your knowledge. And again, introducing you, Lauren, to all the Australian listeners who are very excited to get to know Lauren Gardner. Like
2: me, please.
0: <laughs> I did actually have, it's funny, I have a um, Top Step community Facebook page, and I did say some of the upcoming guests. And one of them, Lauren, did say, oh, is that the one with the bright red hair? So there you go. Your signature, there you go. It's, it's the,
2: yeah, the, the ginger really helps me stand out.
0: So there you go. You are you are famous in Australia. So uh, anyway, I don't want you to get too ahead of yourself here. The first question, what does hard yakka refer to? Here's, here's the choice. It's, what does hard yakka refer to? Is it hard work, hard helmet, hard day, or hard life? If you need Grant, let us know. No. Oh,
2: no, we are always going to use Grant because I just want to... <laughs>
0: Mate that, looks like,
1: mate, that looks like some hard yakka right there.
2: <laughs> that's all you're giving me?
1: Mate, you're kidding. You expect me to do that?
0: That looks like hard yakka. Hard work. Boom. There you go. Okay. Right. Hard work. That
2: sounds like something you're going to be doing after a, a fun night out.
0: Yeah, well,
1: that, that, that's coming up.
0: That's coming <laughs> up. Yeah. Literally. Okay, all right. Let me, <laughs> let me get to the next one. Hold on. I had, we're going to go straight to that then. Uh, that's a nice little segue. If I'm feeling, actually, I'll give you the word, and Grant can give you the sentence. Now, dusty. The term dusty does it mean sleepy, tearful, sick, hungover? If you need Grant to, to give you a sentence.
2: Oh, Grant, hit me, my friend.
0: Oh, mate,
1: I was out all last night, and I tell you what, woke up this morning feeling a little dusty. <laughs>
0: Hungover. <laughs> this is too easy. Oh my god. This is, this is good, but,
2: yeah. It's really fun. I, I feel like I'm just gonna start speaking in Australian slang
0: yeah. from here on. By the way, Lauren, you're you're doing uh NHL network tonight, right? Correct. Okay, so I'm gonna flick it on. I expect at least three of these during the show.
2: Oh, this is you know what? I, I totally can. I'm I'm dialed in with all the Canadian terms like bunny hug. You guys know what that is?
0: A what bunny hug?
2: a bunny hug.
0: No, oh, what is that? Hug. I, uh,
2: so I threw on my hooded bunny hug.
0: What, what's a bunny hug, Lauren? It's a hoodie. Oh, a, hoodie. Hoodie. a bunny hug. Okay. Put oh, your what hoodie on.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Makes sense. Though. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, by the way, we do a word of the day every episode. Um, that was before you came on, Lauren. So Australian word of the day. And you should know that because you're an avid fan. You're an avid listener of the show. You said when you first came on. So you know that. Yeah. I don't need to tell you. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the term really- chockers. It also goes chocker block It's the same thing. Does it mean chocolate, hilarious, crowded, or very muscular?
2: Grant, lifeline.
0: Mate, I'm down here at the beach. I'll
1: tell you what, it's absolutely chockers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Muscular? No, no, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Go go again.
1: Mate, I'm down here at the beach. I'll tell you what, it's absolutely chockers.
0: Crowded. Crowded. Boom. All
1: right. Okay. Is. This is to
0: Grant. Make it a little. Di- make it a little bit more bogan, please. Not so easy. Yeah, right is- You're doing great, Grant.
2: Don't listen to him. I think you are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The all right. The Dunny. Now, by the way, Australians are listening. Nah. to This going. Who hey, who doesn't know this? I guarantee you. Yeah. Okay, Dunny. All right. Is it your best mate? Is it dinner? Pet dog, or a toilet? I mean, I just
2: want to take a like a stab at it,
0: but I want to hear out the context. Oh,
2: okay. I'm gonna take a stab oh. and say it's your best mate.
0: Okay, all right, Grant. But Grant, hit us. Go for it. Um,
1: geez, mate. You want, you want me to do it? Nah, that's all right, mate. I uh, I've been on the piss all night. Where's your dunny? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> look It is the toilet. There oh,
0: look at okay, nice. There it, it is. is. The toilet. Okay. I'm giving you I'm giving you an X on that one, though. Big cross. You, you got that wrong. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's
2: still a Hall of Fame career right here. <laughs>
0: Pretty good. <laughs> a thousand. Okay. All right. This is another word of the day, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to turn, flick it around. You might hear someone complain about a bludger. What does this term mean? Is it a coastal feature? I don't know why it says that. It's not it. A weapon, a marsupial, <laughs> or oh. someone who is lazy?
2: Someone would complain about, well, obviously not a coastal feature. I mean, maybe like who doesn't love a good Mesa overlooking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, wait, okay. So it's a, that, a marsupial?
0: A marsupial, a weapon or someone who is lazy?
2: Like, I mean, I would think you would complain about someone who is lazy, right, Grant?
0: Yeah, spot on. Yeah, Lauren, you're spot on. That, that I was going to try and confuse you somehow with this, but eh, I'm, not, I'm not that good. All right mcdonald's right the fast food place which none of us here ever go to this this is a yeah this is a two-prong question okay now first of all no one in this chat ever goes to mcdonald's it's all organic it's all you know gluten-free what we do that's right exactly right no one here Ever does a Mackers run now? Back when Lauren, back when I was a lot young, younger and I had no money, and I'd take a girl on a date, especially as a high school kid. You go to some restaurant, right? And you would, I'd go to some restaurant, right? And you you you're on a budget, so you just get like something small, and you're so friggin' hungry. You're a teenage boy, right? I don't know if you don't know what that's like. Be like, I'm friggin' starving, but you can't order too much food because you haven't got any cash and you don't want to embarrass yourself too because you're trying to impress this girl. right? So, what I do, I drop her off at home. I go on a Macca's run. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing?
2: That's amazing. I think that, that's a, a great way to play it. You just revealed a play, though, in the playbook. All these kids. Just- that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> By the way, I still do Macca's runs to this day, sadly. So,
2: no um- judgment.
0: Hey, judge him, okay. Mate, get yourself a cheeseburger. You're alright. So basically, McDonald's—it's just a fast food restaurant. So I'm giving you that one, Lauren. That's that's an easy oh, one.
1: By the way, guys, I
2: have a question. <laughs> My brother studied abroad there, and he ate a ton of kangaroo meat. Is that like a normal
1: thing? It's uh, not. Right now. That's a delicacy. He did well for himself. He must have been at the right place. No, 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 no I, he I, said
2: that I, was like the cheapest thing at the grocery store. That was
1: like the really. Part. Yeah. Where was he in Dubbo? <laughs> <laughs> must have been out in buddy whoop whoop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: i don't know where he was but he was like
0: that was the cheapest thing No, nah, yeah. i'm, I'm get just gonna a, stop if you ever had a
1: piece get get a slice it's good it's good we, for you
0: graham have you ever eaten kangaroo meat
1: yeah i've tried it yeah. i wouldn't
0: dare lauren you've just you've just offended all our australian listeners by the way I'm telling you right now, no one, no one wants you to continue. Everyone's just click flick this off this this whole okay. episode. <laughs> <ever happened. And laughs> Grant,
2: yeah. My brother never did that. I mean, not- I tried
1: it, but I spat it out. You know, because I, I
0: just felt bad. <laughs> now, okay. Like, ben,
2: like deer, there. Like I don't know. So, anyways, I, that never happened.
0: Easy, I- Hey, hey. I'm gonna to have to edit that out too. Now, first of all, Grant, shame on you for eating kangaroo meat, mate. That—that's yeah. our national animal, right? It's like you eat, Lawrence. <laughs> it's like you eating a bald eagle. Would you ever do that? No chance.
2: What? I thought that, I thought
0: koalas were like your national animal. Oh come on. Well, they are. Blinky, they are. blinky Bill. Hey, listen, real quick. <laughs> okay, Lauren, here's the last question then, and we're gonna just on that. What are okay. the two animals on the Australian coat of arms?
2: Two animals on the Australian coat of arms. I would like to use my my partner here for some assistance. Um, so, Grant, is this? Are I are either of them? Do they have wings? Are they airborne?
1: Um. Oh, you just messaged yourself
0: up asking that. I they're did? not. They're, yeah, they are not airborne. But one's okay. a bird. That's the that's the trick.
1: So. Oh, the, yeah. It, you. But it does not fly. Yeah. There you go. You got one. one? You,
2: and the other is, is is it one of the aforementioned animals I we just talked you, about?
1: Your brother might have. Your brother might have eaten one in the past. Yeah, your brother's true. just
0: shamelessly <laughs> just eating <laughs> one on the. Yeah. And did you, brother? He's did you
1: realize? Me. Sorry, did you realize that those two animals are on their coat of arms because they, they only can walk forwards? they cannot walk backwards so that's the whole thing with the coat of arms is How? the country will always advance and always move forward that's why they have those two on the coat of arms and the koala is not on there because he I mean he basically sleeps 20 hours of the day because he's high as a kite eating those gum leaves yeah, eucalyptus yeah. they sleep they sleep yeah eucalyptus leaves. they sleep 20 out of 24 hours but that's what it is they advance forward they can't walk backwards so you ever see a kangaroo okay. eight, and you are behind it it's going to have to turn around and chase you they never Go backwards.
0: Yeah. Huh. Wow, we, we, we uh, just
1: got little 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 trivia. A little trivia for you. A little Aussie trivia.
2: I feel enlightened. This is amazing.
0: This this just yeah. got real with that, man. Yeah. Oh my god. No, this right. just, this
1: just went up a notch.
2: I feel like the <laughs> board of tourism should definitely employ you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, we did, we actually did we actually did a tourism segment on one of the old episodes. You love how Lauren, by the way, I'm trying to sell you on the old episodes, like I keep referencing.
2: It's so good, I cannot wait to go back my spare time and just listen to you guys. Oh yeah, because
1: yeah. you have so much spare time.
0: Yeah, so much spare oh. time. I've name dropped. I've uh, you know basically I've I've done it all. Now we did do a tourism segment, by the way. So you might ha- want to listen to that if you ever want to you know venture back down to Australia when you're not on tour with the LFL. Okay, Lauren. I got one last question for you before we let you go. I know you got a lot to lot to go do, but I know this is very important. Yeah. In what year did Andrew Joey Johns lead the Newcastle Knights to a premiership? <laughs>
2: <laughs> was it in this century? I'll,
0: I'll give you a multiple choice. Okay. Uh, 2021, 2012, or 1996? When I was in high school, and was an absolute legend, peaking.
2: I mean, I think the fact that there was so much detail around 96,
0: we're going to go ahead with that one. That's right.
1: <laughs> that's right. Now, He's the host of yourself- the footy show in Australia for the rugby league. Awesome. Uh, I think if you grew up in Australia, that's probably where you'd be. You'd be somewhere around that. You'd be, if you're into broadcasting, right. you'd probably be um, doing like the footy show or AFL or something like that, different yeah. types of sports. oh.
0: We we yeah. should get we, hey awesome. we should pull some strings Grant get get Lauren on the footy show you'd kill it oh yeah top notch of me the
2: whole time that's that's exactly what would end up happening
0: you know what I'm game no 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 you, you you'd smash it Lauren but listen hey this is this has been a lot of fun appreciate it I appreciate you sitting through some of the getting off getting sidetracked here but Lauren I'm a huge fan I, I love watching you on on MLB Network. Uh, during the world series and the playoffs. It was awesome. You're a pilot. You've done it all. You're doing amazing things. You, you need to join us again. Another time. I'm going right to, I'm going to, right here on sh- this.
1: I'm like, geez, I feel Bye. like I got to get, I got to get up get off this yacht and go do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, geez. What have I done with my
0: life?
2: <laughs> you're the one with the, yeah, you're the one with the amazing pristine brick wall. So yeah,
0: I, I'm sitting down in the basement. Yeah. <laughs>
2: my baseball knowledge i was ready to go but you know what we had had a ton of fun talking about all things australia and uh our careers so
0: thank you by the way lauren i did have a bunch of questions about favorite dude to interview the dumbest question you've ever asked and all this so next time i'm gonna hold you to that next time i've got all this i've got all these notes written here by the way so next time you come on we've ran out of time i don't want to keep you you got a lot lot to get to but next time you come on i'm gonna hold you to that we're gonna get to all those questions
2: Thank you, guys. Uh, dude, are this, you? Uh, you are the first who I'm reaching out to when I book my trip to Australia at some point.
0: Nice. Best, oh, perfect. best, best travel agents in town. That's right. Two weeks, Newcastle. You go to Sydney for a day, check it out, look at the Opera House, boom, and then straight up the coast of Newcastle, beach <laughs> town.
1: <laughs> Turn <Straight laughs> around and head
0: home. <laughs> <laughs> head straight back on that plane that's, and see you straight later. Straight back to LA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Awesome. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: Hey, guys. Before you go, I just want to say a special thanks for tuning in. For all our listeners, week in, week out from Australia, the US, and all our new listeners, welcome to the top step. I hope you're enjoying it. Make sure you go back and listen to some old episodes. We're having an absolute blast. You get to learn something about Australia, learn something about all our amazing guests. We're growing, Uh, we're having a big off season. But make sure you do go click subscribe. Make sure you go to your mates, go follow us on social media. Let's get this thing rolling through the off season and into 2022. Alright, guys, we will see you next week right here on the top stair.
2: Kill a numb, kill, kill, kill a numb. Kill a numb, kill, kill, kill a numb. Kill kill, kill, kill